0: Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. And look, man, we got to get into AEW because there's a whole lot that went on, but a whole very, uh, not a lot. There's a whole lot, but not a lot. You'll get what I'm saying in a minute. Because CM Punk, man, I miss his theme music. I just miss seeing this man just walk into the, just just walk in general. I miss just seeing this man because goodness gracious. I'm not saying that AEW has been trashed since he's left. But it's definitely it's, 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 it was missing something, and it was missing him. So thank thankfully he came out. He offered Hangman Page a rematch on the spot. You know he put his title, he took his title on the on the line. Obviously put it on the put it on the ring, laid down. Well got in this little Indian style position, and waited, and waited, and waited. Hangman Page didn't show up at all. So, CM Punk said, You know what? That ain't cowboy shit. That's coward shit. And he says, Everybody wants to be champ until it's time to do some champ shit. That's true. And so he starts talking to John, talking about John Moxley. He said, John Moxley has always been number two. And he said, He's always, John Moxley's always been number one in our hearts, but CM Punk is number one in the ring. He said, He was no, always been number two. And he said he's even been the third best guy in his group. And he said that seems to be a recurring theme. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, in reference, he's the third best guy on the Blackpool Combat Club. And then being the third best guy on the Shield, man, just, just hitting them with haymakers. So he said he's the interim champ. He's not a real one. You know, he said his best friend Eddie is the third best Eddie In AEW and the second best Kingston that he shared the ring with, Jesus Christ, He, he was just on his head. Kofi owed him one for that. So he said he's gonna beat, he's gonna beat John Moxley in Chicago, and he said which is crazy because it won't be the first John he beat in Chicago, referring to John Cena. Man, bro, come on now, you can't tell me you missed this. John Moxley's music hit. CM Punk pretty much just said, "You know what? This he gonna be. This, he gonna take a minute. So let me just sit down and do some snow angels." This man started doing snow angels in the ring because we know John Moxley takes forever to get in the ring. So John Moxley came out and said that he's writing checks that his mouth can't cash. Obviously referring to his ankle and referring to his body. So he said he's the heart and soul, and CM Punk called himself he's. He said, if you're the heart and soul of AEW, I'm the dollars and cents. I Meaning, he's bringing the friggin' money in. He's bringing the money in. I'm CM Punk. And I'm bringing the money in. So, CM, so John Moxley got in his face. CM Punk said he's gonna wait until the pay per view because if you fight him right now, he's just gonna bleed all over him. They were just going back and forth. John Moxley said that you only came back because you needed some money. You know, you got broke. And so you had to come out here. It was, it was, it was, they were going back and forth. This was intense. Like, I was loving it. I miss seeing Punk with a passion because, you know, so John J- Moxley even came out and mocked him for it. Oh, well, here goes another pipe bomb. That's all he's good at, you know. So, the, obviously, they got into a little brawl. They went back and forth. Security held up. And, hey, keep that in mind. Security came back. Security came out and restricted these two. They restricted them for a good, what, 10, 20 minutes. Didn't really make any sense. It could have been over with. Chris Jericho came out with his whole entrance, his whole theme music. Wasn't even wrestling, he was on commentary. They showed us Ricky the Dragon's Steamboat. He was the guest timekeeper for this match. Because this next match, two out of three falls, Brian Danielson taking on Daniel Garcia. Just a really crazy technical match. Like it was wild as hell. Garcia uh, fought out with a pile driver. And they hit a hammer lock dragon sleeper on Brian Danielson and pretty much choked him out. And that was in 10 minutes. It was one to nothing. Like it was crazy. Everything was hard hitting. Brian Danielson was just smacking the crap out of him with yes locks, running knees in the corner. And Garcia, he wasn't backing down at all. At all. The suplexes looked gnarly. Just landing Brian Danielson on his head this was just scaring the crap out of me, man. We got we to gotta protect Brian Danielson. I know Brian Danielson came in here to kick people's heads in, but we don't want, we, I don't want you to get your head kicked in. I'm sorry. I want to see you wrestle for a whole lot longer than what, what you are. So uh, Daniel Garcia went back to the dragon sleeper, but Brian Danielson obviously reversed it, turned it into a cradle, and then that was about it. Brian Danielson rolled him up, and the score was even, 1-1, one to one. And they just kept beating the crap out of each other. Both men are bleeding. Brian Danielson locked in the LaBelle lock. Garcia's just switching. He's just like struggling to escape. Like all and then he's just shrugging it off. Brian Daniel Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. It was like every time they got hit with like one of these heavy ass hit kicks, whatever it is, it was like they were just getting back up. It's not like they were getting up like nothing was happening. Because Daniel Garcia's face at the end just looked red and just it, it, from a distance, it looked a little swollen. Like it looked, they were going all out. And it was awesome. I loved every second of it. I, and to be, to, to be honest, I, I missed a good amount of the beginning. And so just going back and just look, I had to go back and actually watch a, a little bit of it. And it was just, and I'm glad I did because both of them just bleeding all over. The, and they didn't, it didn't need blood, it didn't at all. But just going back and forth, this, the intensity of it was awesome. And Brian Danielson, uh, locked down the LaBelle lock, smacked him with a couple elbows, and the referee just stopped the match. Brian Danielson wins, and it's crazy because after the match, Brian Danielson he's laid out, he's laying on the ropes, and Daniel Garcia's just dragging onto his leg like, bro, we ain't done here. Like, I still got to get on your ass. Like, you know this, we this ain't this ain't over with. And so Brian is clapping for him. He's like, that's what I want to see. Brian Danielson goes to shake Daniel Garcia's hand. Daniel Garcia is about to extend his hand. Chris Jericho from behind attacks Brian Danielson. He's just beating the crap out of him. Daniel Garcia stops it, shoves him off, slaps away a handshake. And Chris Jericho says, you know what? I'm going to give you some time to think about this. I'm going to give you some time to think about this. And Brian Danielson don't know what happens, obviously. So he's just like, get the hell out of here. You know, just get away from me. I don't even want to look at you right now. So we think Tony, we thought Tony Neese was going to have a match tonight. His theme music or whatever he come, came out for because his interest, his theme music came out. John Moxley just pretty much just beat the crap out of him during his entrance. Got them, Grabbed the mic and said, you know what, CM Punk, I'm ready. You know, I, want, I, can't, I can't wait. I just want to fight you right now. CM Punk comes out, more security comes out. Keep that in mind. More security came out before they even laid a finger on each other. And so we got, you know, back and forth with them just holding each other. It was stupid. Didn't need it. Chris Jericho at 2.0 was backstage. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he walked backstage to pretty much just tell Chris Jericho what they did was foolish. After all that, I guess Parker just grabbed Steamboat, just collared him. Grabbed him by the neck and Steamboat just pushed him in the chest with the right hand and it made him fly a thousand feet into the air. The Gun Club took on the Varsity Blondes. This match was a good 45 seconds. The Gun Club won. And out of nowhere, they just attacked their daddy after their daddy had a heartfelt speech about how proud he was of his kids. And they just beat the crap out of him. They didn't even beat the crap out of him. They just fake choked him out. Because, look, is he re- are they really going to fight their father? They're not going to put their hands on it. Their father, they father looks like they ate both of them. Like, there's no way they beating up Billy Gunn. No way. So the clam comes out, saves them, and, you know, they scissor each other. If you know, you know. Jungle Boy came out and speak, spoke. He said his Christian is a pussy shirt. He said that he wasn't allowed to wear it anymore. But he said it obviously is true. It held some truth to it. Christian came out. He walked into the ring, said, yeah, I come here in peace. You know, he said, hey, let's run it back. Let's do this again. We don't need this animosity. At the end of the day, we family and I love you. Family, you're like a son to me. Come back home to me, my guy. On some some, uh, Fast and the Furious type, it's all about family. Family, family. And Jungle Boy just beats the crap out of him. He said, "Screw all that! You tried to kill me, and beats the crap out of him." And so, and speak, and speaking of beating the crap out of him, he reversed. He well, Jungle Boy was getting funny, finna get thrown into some steps by Christian Cage. Jungle Boy reverses it, and then drives his head into the drives Christian Cage's head into the steel steps. Grabs his arm, steps on his arm on the steel steps, continually dragging his head, just beating the living daylights out of him. So I thought that was pretty cool because it was, it was well-deserved if you haven't watched any type of AEW. Oh, and Luchasaurus is suspended for headbutting Matt Buck. Pat Buck. Dax Harwood said that he's the best wrestler in the world and not Jay Lethal, so they're going to settle that on Wednesday. I can't wait for that. We got to talk about Tony Storm. Tony Storm went up against Kylan King. Obviously, Tony Storm won because she's ranked. She's the number one contender. For the woman's title, if she lost, that would be a no-brainer. That would be unnecessary. That would be stupid. Tony Storm is getting this huge pop. The only reason why I say she's getting this huge pop is because of what she's doing on the other side. What What she's doing on the other side? She has an OnlyFans account. I only say that because last week when she came out, she got the biggest roar, the biggest pop. And it was nothing but a bunch of grown men. And it was weird. It just if that didn't like make you feel like how you get some weird feeling like this picking something Well, I guess people still feel that way about, you know, Tori Wilson back in the day, you know, or Trish Stratus now or Mandy Rose now, you know, that could be a thing. So I could be a little biased. So I, you can't forgive me, but look, as even though I'm a look at these, even though I'm a look at these wrestlers, men and women wrestlers with respect and gratitude, I will always show respect Gratitude, love, appreciation, and just downright my full blown attention to Jamie Hayter. Cause look. Jamie Hayter knows that she got me. And I got her. I got her. I don't got her yet. You know, because you know, you know, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. I ain't got her yet, but you know, you know the world God working mysterious ways. So you know. I'm waiting, Lord. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Yeah, yes, third. The AEW World Trios Championship Tournament quarterfinals took place. La faction. I I don't know that other word. I don't I'm 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 not bilingual, I'm sorry. But Andrade Roosh and Dragon Lee went up against each other. Went up against each other. They went out to the ring with each other. And they took on the Young Bucks. And Kenny Omega. So, everybody's telling the story that Kenny isn't 100%. So, and it clearly showed. It wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a bad match at all. I just, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of every six people, six, six men in the ring. Nobody, we don't know who the legal man is. Everybody's just flipping around, just beating up each other, just randomly doing moves, tag team moves, and nobody knows what's going on. Who's in the ring? Who's legal? It's just a bunch of random action going on. That bothers me because I can't keep up. I get lost because then I'm like, okay, who's who's winning now? As you've seen from Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee or no, not Keith Lee. Swerve Strickland wasn't even no. He pinned Matt Jackson. He pinned somebody. I can't even ta- I can't even explain it to you because I don't know what's going on. But even then, he wasn't even the legal man in that situation. They're not even supposed to be tag team champions. But hey. Screw it. You don't need to know that. Men in black. Pew, you, don't, you ain't not see nothing. And that's exactly what we're seeing here in AEW. That's all we see here in AEW. The ref sits there and looks stupid while six men are in there just beating each other up. Or three guys, literally. Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee were just beating the crap out of Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson. Just at once. Everybody's just three guys just beating up one guy in the ring. Number one, it's illegal, as it should be, and the ref does nothing about it. The ref just lets anything and everything happens. Why are you there? Why are you there? Should have just been a notice qualification match because everything, everything that you're doing in that moment is just complete foolishness. What am, I, what am I watching? How am I keeping up with this? Oh, Isaiah, just enjoy it. It's, just, it's action. Don't you just like nonstop action? No, because I want it to make sense. I want it to just flow together. I don't want, oh my God, somebody's flying in midair, just from the top rope, cross body, super kick, 5,000 super kicks, here comes the arm drags, you weren't missing the damn thing, don't go it. Have you ever had bath and body wash? So just get it, because you get it. I know, people that watch AEW get it, because Excalibur just can't finish a sentence without going straight to commercial break. I don't know if that's a production thing, I don't know if that's a Excalibur thing, that just has to be noted, that they cut out to break so trash. You know what else is trash? Kenny Omega, his one spot that was supposed to go on. Jose, the assistant, was there for Andrade's group, Andrade's faction. And Kenny was supposed to go on the ropes and get tripped. You see Jose like creeper to the shot as Kenny is getting ready to, you know, quote unquote, do his suicide dive. There it goes. Kenny Omega runs to the ropes, trips himself. Because Jose, the assistant, is supposed to do it. So he trips himself, shows a little bit of frustration because he's like, this dude just forgot his spot. What a dumbass. So now he has to go back, do the same thing over again, and it, obviously it looks blank now. Jose, the assistant, trips him. But you can tell that Jose, the assistant, missed his spot. It just looked ugly. So Andrade, at the end of it all, there's a bunch of foolishness happening. I don't even want to explain it to you because I would, I would get lost myself. But Andrade hit a hammerlock, DDT, But Matt and Nick rushed Roosh out, and they piled for a near fall, so it was real close. Kenny Omega hit a V-trigger on Dragon Lee and followed it up with another one and hit him with the one-winged angel that looked brutal because it didn't look like he had him up properly. It didn't look like he had him all the way, and it was for the win. Obviously, nobody kicks out of that. After the match, Andrade and Dragon Lee pretty much beat the crap out of the Young Bucks, and we didn't see what happened after that because they just kind of went off air. So I guess we'll see what happened on YouTube or we'll see what happened on Instagram. Let's let's talk about this real fast. I got a little bit of time. AEW, please be better with your timing. Your timing sucks, man. When it, whether you're going into break, Excalibur can't even get a look. Compare this to Raw and SmackDown. You know and I'm saying? this because they have years and years of experience and that's no knock on nobody. But you, you have Jimmy Smith or Michael Cole. Oh, is Big E going to come back up? We'll find out when we return. It's either that or we'll find out when we return. And Corey Graves will say, oh, man, this is getting intense. And just fade to black. AEW. Oh, we'll be right back here. Picture to picture. Don't go. Cut. Why, like, they can't even, Excalibur can't even finish his sentence. Jim Ross can barely get a word in or whoever, Taz, can barely get a word in. It's just straight to a commercial. It's sloppy and it's, it's not trash. It's not annoying. It's just from a production standpoint and from, since, you know, I kind of, not to brag, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I, I went to school for communication. So we learned TV and radio. I wouldn't be doing, a, I mean, I guess I would be doing a podcast whether if I didn't do it or not, you know, so. Well, yeah, like the stuff you learn there is just weird. It's just stuff that I just, it, grind, it, it doesn't grind, yeah, it grinds my gears. I ain't gonna lie to you. It does bother me a lot. So please, just fix that. It's not that hard. Let's see a little bit less of Chris Jericho. Let's see a little bit less of CM Punk and John Moxley trying to murder each other with security. Oh, there it goes. Yes, that's what I was trying to hold up. That's why I kept talking. Look. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. I just explained to you what Jungle Boy did to Christian Cage, right? Banging his head on the steel steps. Smashing his arm on the steel steps. Stepping on his arm. Beating the daylights out of Christian Cage. Where's security? Oh, security was quick with CM Punk and John Moxley. Oh, you got to protect the money. That's the money there, brother. No, no, no. You don't, let them, don't let them touch. No. Jungle Boy and Christian Cajun, you know, security could come when they want to. You know what? This ain't no, no big deal. So Security did show up at the very last second after, after Jungle Boy got done. Christian, John Moxley and CM Punk couldn't even lay a finger on each other. They was just punching and slapping and pushing each other. Jungle Boy's literally banging this man's head on freaking steel steps. Security, you know, he'll, 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 he'll get over it eventually. It's just a concussion. He'll be fine. Rub some dirt on it. But that was AEW. Me and Devin, well actually, me and Devin will not be back tomorrow. We'll figure out what we want to do tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening and as always, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn. Want to join in on the conversation? Send in your thoughts, comments, and opinions to the Heel Turn Hotline at 219-230-HEELS to get your text read on the next episode.